On October 25th of this podcast, we followed Sandy as it became a hurricane and then as it carved through everything in its path through the Caribbean. It just rolled over Jamaica, Cuba, Haiti, the Bahamas. Well, today we cover its final landfall near Atlantic City, New Jersey. Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, brought to you by the Royal Canadian Mint. Find the new painted dime featuring blue nose in your change. All right, here we go. Sandy blows apart much of the New Jersey shore. Staten Island, Long Island shut down the path system connecting New York and New Jersey and cost billions of dollars in total damages. It hit on this day in weather history. Best idea for this episode is to just follow the timeline because there is a lot to cover and I'm supposed to keep this under five to six minutes. (laughs) I told them I would, so buckle up for October 29th, back in 2012. Sandy is approaching shore as a Category 2 storm. It is packing hurricane-force winds that extend in outer bands spanning 175 miles, equating to about 282 kilometers out from Sandy's eye, making it much larger than most storms of its type. Fearing the worst and preparing for it, the New York Stock Exchange suspends all trading operations early and until further notice. The economy is already taking a hit, and the storm hasn't even hit land yet. Also in New York City, the United Nations headquarters in Manhattan closes. All U.S. federal offices in the D.C. capital area officially close to the public. That's made easier to enforce when the metro in Washington closes its transit service. We now have, in the Northeast, for those of you keeping track at home, close to 11 million commuters stuck without service. West Virginia Governor Earl Ray Tomblin declares a state of emergency due to snow and rain expected from Hurricane Sandy. The rain on impact, but the snow from the wraparound bands. And 6,700 National Guard are called to active duty in order to support the governors of their respective states in the path of Hurricane Sandy. You're listening to This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada, reminding you to check your change. For the new painted dime featuring Blue Nose from the Royal Canadian Mint. Just before it hits, Hurricane Sandy weakens to a post-tropical cyclone in the evening before making landfall along the coast of southern New Jersey. But the storm surge, that was another story. Quick personal aside, while I was on the phone with my brother who, at the time, was living in an upper floor in a condo on a hill in Hoboken... The steep grade from his place to Washington Street that runs parallel to the break wall lining the Hudson River is comparable to the streets of San Francisco or Vancouver. This makes sense going forward here, so follow along. But while I had him on the phone, he at first doubted the impact, hearing that it had been downgraded as it made its final approach. Then a short time later, he called me back to announce that his parking area on the ground floor was filled up like a swimming pool, and the cars were now totally underwater. Later, he reported that the water was rushing in waves, breaking against the front door of his building, and as a result, all of the main floor had to be totally rebuilt, and the gym on the main floor totally destroyed. All the treadmills and other equipment had to be trashed. Remember I outlined the steep grade from the Hudson to his condo blocks away and up a hill? The storm surge pushed the water all the way up that grade and flooded everything down the streets below. 
Power was out for days and the PATH system was shut for longer. At one point, a local Starbucks opened its doors when it got power back, offering anyone with a power bar to tap into their hydro and charge phones and computers because for many, that was the only means for information and communication. Atlantic City was demolished and its famed Boardwalk Amusement Park was now deep underwater. Staten Island screamed about how long it took to be paid attention to and for good reason. They were ravaged by the wind and surge and homes went weeks in conditions not fit for dwelling. On October 29th, alone, Sandy set several records. The storm surge I spoke of that dealt a knockout blow to the New Jersey shoreline and also had its way with the lower west side of Manhattan. The surge level at Battery Park in New York tops 13.9 feet. That's four meters on that night. Battery Park, incidentally, is the port for the Staten Island Ferry, so it seems the fates of the two port locations, Battery Park and Staten Island, were impacted effectively equally. And in the New York Harbor, a buoy measured a 32 and a half foot tall or 10 meter wave, making that also a record level, more than seven feet or two meters taller than a 25 foot or seven and a half meter wave that churned up by Hurricane Irene the previous year. Every bit of this crazy story on October 29th, 2012, this one day, in weather history. Tomorrow is October the 30th, and we will look back on what was called the perfect storm. Long before the June 30th, 2000 release of the big budget Warner Brothers blockbuster movie starring the likes of George Clooney and Mark Wahlberg, there was a real storm with a real crew who really became legends that are still remembered today. That story is tomorrow on This Day in Weather History with me, your host, Chris May, and brought to you by the Royal Canadian Mint. Find the new painted dime featuring Blue Nose in your change. See you tomorrow.